Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mind on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And today I'll be talking with Chrissy Isaac, who's also a licensed clinical social worker, as well as a licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor. And today, Chrissy will really be talking about different tips people can use to help manage holiday stress. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and find it helpful. All right, Chrissy Isaac, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Of course. Thanks for having me. So I was hoping you and I could talk about maybe some tips, some things people can do during the holidays to help themselves feel a little bit more grounded, uh, not as stressed, not as anxious, etc. Sure, sure. So yeah, this time of year, I mean, let's just face it, between shopping for holiday gifts and trying to figure out the time we're going to take off from work and schedules and decorating and cooking, the list goes on and on. I don't know about you, but it stresses me out just even mentioning those bullet points. Uh (laughs) Um, So when we think about all these different factors of what we navigate during the holiday season, it definitely can increase our stress levels. Uh, So there's a few things that we can be mindful of to help manage that stress during this time of year. And uh, one of those things is simply to breathe. How crazy is that? (laughs) Yeah. And it gets overlooked too frequently or it like it sounds too simple to actually be helpful when in reality it can be super helpful. Absolutely. So let me ask you, how often do you find yourself consciously taking a minute to stop whatever it is that might be triggering some elevated stress and to take a couple of um, deep breaths? How often do you find yourself doing that? I bet this isn't the answer that you were going to, that you were expecting. But recently I've been doing that a lot because I've been really making a conscious effort to be better about it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But previous to maybe the past few weeks, I never, I mean, never. I will have to say that probably over my years as a clinician, every now and then when I would find my stress reaching certain types of peaks, mm-hmm. I would certainly engage in deep breathing, mindful breathing, Um, But certainly more recently, and especially throughout our pandemic time, I have definitely been using and incorporating um, the method of breathing. And even you might notice throughout the podcast, every now and then I might mute myself. And that's because I'm just taking a couple of deep breaths to to ground myself and refocus. Um, So for those of you guys who are listening out there that might not be as um, in tune with the benefits of mindful breathing, Mindful breathing can help us on quite a few levels, not just when we think about our emotional state, but biologically and physiologically in our body. When we engage in mindful deep breathing, it actually also engages our parasympathetic nervous system. So studies have shown that by incorporating mindful breathing and taking some deep breaths, that this is uh, proven to steady the heart rate decrease blood pressure, and then also in turn impact our emotional state of mind, which is great because it can certainly help us to de-stress. So Andy, have you ever listened to any guided meditations that have focused on mindful breathing? Again, recently I've been doing um, Headspace. Nice. You know, the Headspace app. I've not used that one. Not a sponsor Um, of this program, (laughs) P.S. 
yeah, you know, it's like, I know there are multiple meditation apps available. So yeah, I, I've been doing that headspace. But also, I remember I took like a Buddhism course in college that I loved. And it was all about, um, a large portion of it was about meditation and just mindfulness meditation. So I've been aware of it for some time and would do it like very occasionally. But recently I've been trying to make it more of a habit. Nice. That's a, I mean, I think it's great because when we, when we incorporate that guided meditation with breathing, it kind of helps take away the guesswork. And so there's different types of mindful breathing that we can engage in. I know there's like square breathing um, and there's other different types of meditations that are similar to that, but you can, anyone can look up a simple search online and you can find, um, like even free ones. So if you don't have an app on your phone or on your computer, you can just, you can look it up online, um, guided meditations for, for breathing. And you can also specify your timeline. So let's say you only have five minutes, you can look up a five minute breathing meditation and someone will kind of guide you through that experience. And, and again, this can be really, really helpful, especially this time of year. And the benefits of breathing is we do it all the time. So literally, <laughs> We could be in the car doing mindful breathing. We can be at work doing mindful breathing. We can be at home with our families doing mindful breathing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's definitely one of the best uh, coping skills that I can think of in terms of handling holiday stress. Yeah, I mean, I think that's such a great point, just that it's always available to you. It's free. Just paying more attention to your breath, helpful and free and always available. Absolutely. And convenient. Really. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I think especially now is the time of year where <laughs> if we're looking for de-stress solutions, we're looking for what's convenient, what's quick, what can I incorporate into my already busy life um, to help me de-stress a little bit. So yeah, it's hopefully anyone that's listening, if you try it, I hope that you experience the benefits of it. And, and like any type of coping skills that we're incorporating, let's set the expectation that, you know, practice, practice, practice that, you know, maybe the first time we try something, we might not experience this dramatic difference, but know that even on a biological level, our bodies do respond when we take a minute to really focus on mm. some some deep breathing. Mm -hmm. So over time, hopefully this will be something that we continue to experience and, and really benefit from. Yeah, I totally agree. So how about another, would you have another quote unquote tip for managing stress during the holidays? Absolutely. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right. So social media, social mm. needs, if you will. Mm -hmm. Social needs. <laughs> social needs. Comes there up so frequently so on this podcast. I'm sure it does. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, listen, there's so many different types of uh, social media forums that are out there. And I think it's a very quick way for us to conveniently feel in tune with other people and to, you know, see what's going on, mm -hmm. um, you know, with those that we love or with people that we take interest in. But social media can also increase our, our levels of stress, even if it's subconsciously, we might not feel it in that moment. Um, but it can be pretty overwhelming when we're seeing, you know, a lot of different images that people are putting out there of what they might be doing this time of year or how they're doing this time of year. We really only see a very limited scope of mm. a person's life based on what they're posting. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes this sets this different level of expectations for ourselves and in our own lives, 
all of a sudden we're competing. We didn't even know we were comparing. Mm -hmm. We didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, taking a break from that for a minute and really just focusing on our own health and wellness, our own experiences through this time of year, um, you know, and, and maintaining connections with those who make us feel positive and uplifted and, and not the opposite. And not to mention, you know, you can't go on any social media forum these days without reading different types of current events and, and news topics that are also high stress inducing. Um, so, you know, being able to take a break from that for a minute and realize that if there's something that's really pertinent, pertinent for us to know about, we're going to find out one way or the other sooner mm-hmm. than later if there's something imminent that's happening. Um, you know, I, I don't think Facebook is necessarily going to be the only uh, medium for us to figure out if there's something really important for us to know about. Right. Um, so so taking a break or decreasing our time on online might be really helpful for us to decrease our own levels of stress during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I kind of hear two things. I mean, decreasing your social media use, but also just decreasing your time online, your time spent online. Absolutely. And I mean, think about this, like a lot of times, even for myself at the end of the work day, you know, I might find myself on my phone Mm -hmm. perusing different, you know, social media forums or different news articles or, you know, searching for holiday gifts that I have to still buy. And God only knows what this blue light activity is doing to my eyes because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the sun is setting, you know, before 5 p.m. these days, Eastern time. And yep. so I know that, you know, this definitely interrupts with our circadian rhythm and it could absolutely disrupt our sleep schedule, our sleep pattern. So maybe maybe taking a break from, you know, from going online um, as frequently, from going on social media as frequently, taking a beat and realizing that, you know, being present in what's physically happening around us in our environment and our space can also be helpful for us to just breathe and take a step back and and relax (laughs) once again something that comes up on here pretty frequently reducing your social media usage reducing your time spent online i think regardless of you know your hormones and your circadian rhythms etc i think most people can just relate to when I, after I'm done scrolling on social media for a half an hour, do you feel better or worse? Typically, exactly. my guess would be worse. Uh, so really trying to limit that if you can. And then what do you have a, a third and final tip for reducing stress during the holidays? Sure. You know, so the third and final tip that I would offer is to try to limit spending money and mm. increase quality of time that you spend with those that you value. Mm. So I know I even, I think, referenced it before that during this time of year, we're thinking about holiday shopping. I thought about it. You know, I, of course, I think we all want to, this is a, a selfless time of year, so we want to give gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I think we forget that gift giving doesn't have to be something that's always of monetary value. And I think sometimes we're also uh, enticed to overspend what we might have had in the budget for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we spend all of January and February and, and perhaps sometimes even longer trying to make up for that financially. And, and that creates, um, you know, so even more stress in the long run. Um, and in reality, when we're increasing the quality of time that we're spending with the people that we value, and I know that during this pandemic, we are spending time with those that we value in in modified ways, depending on our circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
but even you know a great conversation held with someone via zoom can be more valuable to that person especially when they're feeling so isolated than um than a gift we might have sent from you know from wherever um it's the gift of time that we share with other people that can really hold so much value and create memories that we that you know that last much longer than whatever this hot chocolate bomb is that i got the other day you know yeah yeah well just so you know i'm expecting a lot of cash from you not like a card a handwritten card so don't try to pull oh, this we'll on do. me we'll do a lot of cash <laughs> sent your way <laughs> but no i mean i think it's a great tip and again you're saving yourself a lot of stress on the back end here because like you said how often are you are we overspending during November, December, and then we're making up for it January, February, March, maybe even after that. So it's like it just being in your budget, doing the best you can in your budget. And and like you said, finding other meaningful gifts that don't cost a lot of money. Exactly. You know, not to minimize the um, experience of gift giving, but, you know, to an extent, at the end of the day, sometimes things are just things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of refocusing in that this time of year is not just centered around things. It's it's really and truly centered around the connections that we have with those that we love and those that we care about. And, you know, that can sometimes center us and help us to create better, better ways of giving of ourselves. And it doesn't have to be the money that we spend. There's there's a lot of other, you know, alternative options that are out there or in addition to options. And, you know, I think sometimes we just figure out what works for us. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Just wanted to say happy holidays and we'll see you all in the new year. Take care.